going to be great. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Rami is getting ready to speak. Listen up and you will learn. It's Score North Live with Rami. It is. It's hour two on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North app live from the TCL broadcast studios. Judd Zolgad out of the co-host chair. We call Derek Wetmore in from the bullpen for hour number two. And Derek, how are you this afternoon, my friend? Pretty good. What's up with you guys? Doing all right. Declan Goff on the other side of the glass and on the ones and twos per usual here for the next hour. Purple Daily coming up at that time. Hey, Derek, do you think uh, Rob Manford thinks we're all complete idiots? <laughs> Just morons who will buy anything? Is that what he thinks, Derek? I feels, don't know what you mean. It feels like that's what he thinks. All right, let's... Let's, it's going to be hard for me to stay composed and like keep some sort of order to this conversation while we do this because my ire gets so up when I talk about or even think about Rob Manfred that I have trouble like organizing thoughts, all right? So stay with me here, okay? Well, in typical scenarios, I'd be able to physically restrain you, but the physical distance between us is going to preclude that today. I want to fight him. <laughs> I want to fight Rob Manfred. I want Rob Manfred in the octagon on Fight Island, okay? I want, that's what I want. I had a feeling Data, it was going to come to this. Dana White, if you're listening, line it up. I want Rob Manfred in the octagon on Fight Island because I don't mind that you lie to me. I don't mind that authority figures and people in power lie to me sometimes. Just try a little harder when you're lying to me and trying to cover something up. Just try. I'm not a child. I can see right through what you're doing, Rob Manfred. And let's let's go down the list of things that Rob Manfred expects us all baseball fans to believe because we're idiots. Is there something that that's what I Rob missed? Manfred thinks? Like, we're it, idiots. What what set this off? I know I you're going to get to it, but like Declan, I'm looking at you on the video camera yeah. here on the let me explain streams, and I'm thinking, am I dumb well, and miss some news? Yeah, you can see us streaming live and watch me get red faced over the next 20 minutes or so. Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook is where you can go to do that. So the day before the NFL draft, the day before the NFL draft, in an otherwise sportsless landscape, that's when Rob Manfred decides to drop the news of not a slap on the wrist for the Boston Red Sox for their cheating, a flick to the wrist. A flick to the wrist for the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> An acknowledgement and, that there is a risk. And had, we, had he done that at any other time in a sportsless landscape, he knows damn well he would have been killed on airwaves like this and other shows like this. Every website, every columnist across this country would be killing Rob Manfred if we weren't otherwise preoccupied with the NFL draft. So that's the first thing that you thought you were going to sneak by me and the rest of the baseball world, Rob Manfred. And I'm here to tell you, you didn't sneak anything by me. All right? I did my job. I focused on the NFL draft. I actually asked my boss if I could talk about something other than the NFL draft because I wanted to torch you last week, Rob Manfred, and my my boss said, stick to football for a few days. Keep this in your pocket for now. And here we are, <laughs> pulling it out of my pocket. All right? I'm not an idiot, Rob Manfred. I see what you're doing. And then, and then, once the smoke clears from the NFL draft, because this is how the news cycle works in the sports world, Derek Wetmore, something like the NFL draft, I, I know you know this. I'm just using you as a tool to explain it to people who might not know. Perfectly fine. Things happen in the sports world. Over the course of a weekend, then we come in here on a Monday, us and people who do what we do, talk about what happened over the weekend. And so once the smoke cleared after Monday, 
of everybody talking NFL draft, and maybe, just maybe, some people are going to see through the smoke and, oh, what? What'd he do to the Red Sox? We should talk about that today. Then Rob Manfred comes out with the latest plan to bring baseball back. Because I'm an idiot, Rob Manfred, because I'm a moron. I don't know what you're doing. Oh, my God, what? Are you dangling keys in front of me? Well, I'm distracted. I'm not an idiot, Rob Manfred. I see what you're doing. I see how you're trying to sandwich the, the corruption in between two bigger news stories in an otherwise sportsless landscape. And again, I'm not a moron. The rest of the baseball world, we're not morons. We see what you're trying to do. Now let's get to the investigation, Derek Wetmore. Let's get to the flick of the wrist to the Boston Red Sox. I'm literally getting out of breath and shaking because I'm getting so angry at <laughs> this. Boy. I'm not, I'm not you even, two workouts a day right I'm now? I'm not even kidding. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm and the, breath work comes I'm, with the yoga? I'm in the best shape of my adult life. Wow. But I, that's how worked up I am about Jeez. this right now, okay? All right. All right. So last Wednesday, the day before the NFL draft, uh, Rob Manfred announced that uh, he's concluded his investigation of the Boston Red Sox and determined the primary culprit was not the front office, was not the manager, but the team's video replay system operator, J.T. Watkins. JT. Who was suspended for a year. He also docked the Red Sox a second round pick in the 2020 draft. It also include it also suspended Cora through the conclusion of the 2020 postseason, but only for his conduct as Astros bench coach in 2017, not as Red Sox manager in 2018, when the team won 108 games and won the World Series. You really expect me to believe? I'm going. I'm going to go down a list of things that Rob Manfred really expects me and the rest of the baseball world to believe, because he thinks we're all as dumb as he is. He really expects me to believe that Joey Cora was one of the architects of the system in Houston and came over to Boston and brought none of that with him? That he wasn't the architect of a cheating system in Boston where they won 108 games and a World Series? You really expect me to believe that? Really, Rob Manfred? You expect me to believe that Joey Cora, who architected the cheating system in Houston, came to Boston and didn't bring that with him whatsoever. And the cheating that went on there went on without his knowledge, much less his guidance and and him overseeing the entire thing. You really expect me to believe that a video replay operator acted alone as a rogue employee? You really expect me to believe that, Rob Manfred? You really expect me to believe that they moved the location of the replay room from up in the booth down right next to the clubhouse, right next to the dugout for no reason? That was just a coincidence? That was just a coincidence that you moved it there while this video replay operator was acting alone as a rogue employee. You really expect me to believe that. Another thing that he says throughout the throughout the investigation, the conclusions that they came to in the investigation, is that the players didn't know they were doing anything wrong. They didn't, they didn't understand that when this guy was feeding him info that he was getting from a video replay during the game, when he was feeding that to him and relaying that to them, that none of them knew that that was wrong. None of them knew that was against the rules. A, I don't believe it. And B, even if that is true, it's on you to know the rules. So you still should pay a penalty. Okay. So that, even if that's true, who cares? And you really expect me to believe anything that comes out of your mouth, Rob Manfred, after that sham of an investigation that you you covered up 
for two years until the Athletic did your job for you and brought to the light of day what the Houston Astros were doing. You conducted a sham investigation, which still left things out that the Wall Street Journal later revealed, including the dark arts program and the code breaker program that they were they were using computer systems to to decipher signs and predict what what pitchers were going to do next. You really expect me to believe anything that comes out of your mouth, you corrupt clown, you moron, Rob Manfred, you really expect me to believe anything that comes out of your mouth, much less what what we just saw in the Red Sox investigation that you tried to bury between the NFL draft and what you're claiming is a plan to try and bring baseball back. He He's the worst, dude. How he has a job, I have no idea, Derek Wetmore. And the fact that he expects any of us to believe any of this tells you what he thinks of your intelligence as a baseball fan. You should be insulted by what Rob Manfred just tried to pull off before your very eyes. You should be insulted by this. I always say this, Rami, and bravo, by the way. Bravo. Dex, you. can you join me in giving our friend Rami a hand? Um, Golf clap. Well, he's you a only corrupt have... clown, and he's not even good at being a corrupt clown. <laughs> well, you only... Good news is you can skip the evening workout, because I think you got your heart rate up enough there. I'm so good. worked up right now. I'm not even <laughs> kidding, cardio. man. <laughs> uh, the only thing I'll say, Rami, and I'm not going to dispute anything uh, you said other than uh, I say Joey Alex Cora, Cora I said, okay, Cora, sorry. Yeah. Hey, look, Dex and I were being good teammates. We weren't going to cut off a good rant. Are you kidding me? That was 10 minutes of solid Manfred blasting. I wasn't going to step in, um, but I will say, who does Rob Manfred work for? Like, that's every time you criticize Rob Manfred, Rami, I have to remind you that he has 30 bosses. Yeah. He doesn't work for you. He doesn't work for me. He doesn't work for the Twins fans that we talk to on a daily basis or weekly basis on the Twins show. No, he has a mandate from 32 baseball or 30 baseball owners to be a corrupt clown and be bad at it. I don't know if it's that explicit, but he has 30 bosses and it seems to me like he's serving their interests well. Now, What's interesting about that is their interests and our interests don't always align. And at that point, he has a decision to make. And give him this, give him this, he is very consistent in which path he chooses to take when those two things don't line up. And it's always for the people who cut his check. How is how, how is he serving the people who cut his check, though? He's, it's he's, not a good look if you're past two. By the way, I wanted to say this in the middle of your rant. Thank goodness for the Washington Nationals winning the 2019 World Series. Can you imagine if all three of the most recent World Series were in severe question of, was there cheating going on during this? If that was true. the only talking sport. Like, the only saving less grace. Of a gut punch. For say, like, okay. Global pandemic is not a good thing in any way. Even right. silver linings are just that. Silver linings surrounding a dark black rain cloud. But the 2017 Astros is now just like a footnote. We don't seem to care except that one Twitter account and uh, Trevor Bauer. Those are seemingly the only people like continuing with this Astros shaming tour. Oh, just wait. Trust just me, wait we'll pick it back yeah, up. Just oh. wait until they're back in the stadium in front of crowds. People I don't have care. not forgotten. I won't let them forget. I don't care what biosphere they play in or on what planet or the moon, as Declan Goff suggested in an email earlier today. Wherever they're playing baseball in 2020, if they play, trust me, the Astros shaming tour is coming back. But... When the 17 Astros win the World Series, and you and I doubt the sincerity of that accomplishment, 
when the 2018 Red Sox win the World Series. Ditto for doubting the sincerity of that accomplishment. Uh, and boy, what a mastermind that JT guy, video video guy, must have been for getting suspended Brilliant. for a year. For Brilliant. him to really come up with that whole full plan. Uh, incredible. On his own, too. Like, no guidance and no direction from anybody else whatsoever involved. Fascinating. And a, and a brilliant guy who should be hired right away when his one-year really? suspension for is real. up. Because that guy's good. The most in-demand free agent in this upcoming winter is that guy. Uh, But so those are two World Series in question. Now, time heals all wounds as we get a little bit away. There are people who want Pete Rose back accepted with open arms into baseball. Time changes our perception of things, and it lessens the pain, and it reduces the sting. And in 2019, if the Astros won it again, and you're telling me that we're dealing with cheating scandals three years running for World no, Series know, winners? Derek, he'd be telling us they stop cheating. That's right. I know. I know. It would just be more of a cover-up. That's right. But I'm just saying that he is he is working for the people he's working for. And when you say, how is he serving their interest? He's serving their interest by not making their dirty laundry the number one story in but the sports world. But I'll tell you world. how he's not serving their interest, Eric, and that is that he's he's shown that you can cheat and there will be very little penalty for it. And if I'm one of the other, let's let's say, 28 owners, I know that's probably not the number. There were probably more teams doing what the Astros and the Red Sox are doing. But if I'm one of the other 28 owners and I want to run a legitimate, clean business and I don't want to have to cheat to compete... He's not serving my interest because teams that that are okay with cheating or see this and see that there is very little penalty for cheating. So why don't we do it in the future? You're you're putting me at a competitive disadvantage. If I if I want if I want to run a straight clean oh, baseball Rami. team, then you're putting me at a competitive disadvantage. Oh, Rami, poor naive Rami. Rami. So you're saying we have 30, 30 owners I'm who want to cheat and not and and Rami. not and not and not pay a penalty for you it. You and That's I know each other me? for how long? Uh, a, little bit, a little bit more than a year now. We started sure. doing the twin show what January 2019. Mm-hmm. I know you know that there are not. 30 clean owners in Major League Baseball who are just trying to make an honest buck. I put the disclaimer on it that I know that number is not accurate. I just don't jump to any conclusions till I have a smoking gun, like I do with the Red Sox and with the Astros. Perfectly fair and very legitimate to question the ownership group in Boston and Houston. But whatever that number is of clean teams who aren't doing what the Astros and Red Sox were, if I'm one of those teams and I don't want to have to go down that road to compete, you're certainly not serving my interests. Rami, what if it's five? What if it's five teams? that don't want a dirty buck what if it's five teams who are like hey honestly cut our profits 30 percent as long as this is clean and this is all legitimate and sports are real and the sanctity is preserved if it's five out of 30 owners who say that guess what's gonna happen he's gonna punish the astros the day before the nfl draft and then come back after the draft wave has crashed and said like oh hey looky here we might be playing baseball in cincinnati this summer it's exactly what he would do, Rami. I don't I don't disagree with your rage, and I'm not saying your rant is unfounded. It was great. It was beautiful. It's why I gave you a round of applause. Thank you. What I'm saying is it makes perfect sense. It's not some like 
you know, evil conspirator sitting in his corner office somewhere in New York City or wherever the heck. But and I being can, like, I can see. Let Ronnie me throw like, this bomb in there. Just sitting at his home, twiddling and something. Who oh, I cannot wait to if Gloria ran for tomorrow. I can totally see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I, that's I, right. I, He's well, like yesterday, Montgomery Burns. Yes, yes. This, this has been excellent. this has been building up for a week. <laughs> a week. I would have been waiting to get of this off my chest. Maybe some of that steam would have dissipated in like seven, eight no, days or whatever. That's not how a volcano works. Guess it, not. It just builds up. This it just a, builds up. This is a pressure bomb. Jeez. Are you not, first of all, do you buy anything of all those claims that I just put out there that, that the, 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 the replay operator acted no, alone? I mean, look. That, that Joey Cora did nothing, Alex even Cora. though, or Alex Cora did nothing, even though he was the architect of this thing in Houston, it's, that they moved the location of the replay room for no good reason in the organization. I had know, no idea I know. what the replay operator was doing, that none of the players knew that they were breaking a rule. Do you believe any of that? What do you want me to say? No, like, I'm asking you a question. Do you believe any of that? I'm skeptical of every claim made in the report. Okay. Do you not see how he tried to slip this one past us with the placement of the penalty or the announcement of the penalty and then the story that he floated the balloon yesterday again of how to bring baseball back before anybody got a chance to talk about this thing. Rob Manfred wasn't quoted in that story. No, anonymous sources. I don't know how you could pin that on him. It could be anybody. Anybody at the high levels of the league. (laughs) Again, fine. Lie to me. I get it. You're trying to cover something up. Lie to me. 100%. Just try harder. (laughs) I'm not a child. I'm not a child. You can get away with not trying when you lie to a child because they're dumb. Okay? They don't know better. They're just not savvy yet. Right. Yeah, no. They haven't developed the brain power. Like a three-year-old can say, I want to go to McDonald's. You can be like, McDonald's is closed. Even though it's like three in the afternoon, although McDonald's is closed right now because we're all in the pandemic. I'm talking non-pandemic times. You can just say, nope, McDonald's is closed. A three-year-old doesn't know any better. Sure. They won't question. You don't have to try that hard when you're lying to a toddler. I'm not a toddler, man. Try a little harder. Don't insult my intelligence by not even trying with your lies and 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 your your placement of stories to try and slip something past us or sweep it under the rug. Try harder, man. Don't insult my intelligence. Let me ask you, um, because what you're saying is not wrong. Like we're we're not fighting here, to be clear. But what do you want to happen? Like what? I want Rob Manfred to be fired. Well, okay. I want him in the octagon but who's on he? Fight <laughs> Island. That's what I want. Winner takes the commissioner's chair. All right, sign me up, actually. I, I won't watch the fight, but if you come through it... Dude, I'm coming in there with knees, elbows... If you come through it, you've already promised a cabinet spot to one of either Declan or myself. I mean, I think you're going to choose Declan, but that's okay. I will be rooting for you from afar I'm in not your even going to for, take over I'm not Major even League going Baseball. for a submission or a, or a choke out. I want, I'm, I'm, I'm going to knock him out. I want to beat up Rob Manfred. But Rami, like... What's he going to vacate the 2018 title? Is that what you want? Like you just need your pound of flesh here? Or yes, because because the interests that you have and the, the truth, the public at large, yeah, yeah sure, the call it whatever you want to. Up baseball, that's my interest. It doesn't. It's not the same. Your your incentives just don't align with the people that he's working for. So. I, I don't get where we go from here. Like, this is the stalemate. There is no logical move that sees him ousted from the commissioner chair, especially if this there's is, a labor war brewing on the this, other side and of this thing. You know what, Derek? 
That's Declan, who they want in charge. You're, you're both you're both younger than me. Let me drop some knowledge, drop some wisdom on All you right. guys. All right, sports uncle. This is exactly sports stuff that sports that to you. This is exactly what corrupt people in power want us to do. You can call me by my first name. You can call me Rami. Whatever. To just throw our hands up in the air and go ah, I guess he's gonna do that. You know what I mean? And not it's not what we upset, signed up for. Not try, not 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 call them out on their BS. That's exactly what they want, Derek. It's and all Declan, fake. That's exactly what corrupt people in power want is for us to give up. What power? And that's Rami. when we lose. This the is power. business. This is public entertainment where smart and powerful people align themselves in a position to take money from us. And do you know what we do? All you the guys time? are way too accepting Willingly? of this. You guys we are, say, here, take our money. It's I would just, love to watch this entertainment you, product. You guys are way too accepting of, of the corruption, of the cover-up, and of, of them not even putting effort into the corruption or the cover-up and insulting our intelligence and thinking we're all morons to buy this. I think what I, what I told you, and I, I believe Derek echoed this a few weeks ago on one of your numerous chapters of I Hate Rob Manfred by <laughs> Rami Manfred with a Ford from Derek Wetmore. Can we get the transcripts of this and publish a book? It would be a best seller. I guarantee it. It's just Rob Manfred is on like list number 82 on the things that I'm concerned about when sports come back. He's just so far down the list. Really? You don't care that the man is choking out baseball? He's not the reason. He's choked people are, are he's choking out baseball. He is. He is choking out baseball with the corruption Ugh. and with every terrible idea that yeah, he has to grow the sport. A lot of 13-year-olds were really leaning into that three-hour and 30-minute contest before they learned there was he's, corruption at the top. He's obviously a buffoon. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not denying you Corruption there, is just one tentacle he's a of buffoon. how he's choking out the sport slowly. The sport, the sport, you're right, Derek, was already not in good hands, was already not headed in the right direction when you talk about growing the popularity of the sport. And then they put it in the worst hands they could possibly put it in, in a guy who has no idea what he's doing, and on top of that is corrupt. For the long-term interest of the game, I do not believe that Rob Manfred is the best person to have in charge. For the immediate term, 30 owners right now and 30 ownership groups who are going to make some money, whether this storm take whatever financial hit they're going to take in 2020 and then move on and come through victorious in a labor war against the players in the union, which suffers from its own weak leadership right now. I can't think of somebody that you'd rather have in that chair than Rob Manfred. This is what I'm saying, Rami. Everything that you're that you need a snake for. You need a snake in that chair? No, it's not my choice. It's the choice of 30 rich people. No, I'm saying the owners. Evidently, the owners they do. need a snake in that chair. Evidently, they need somebody who an can accomplish these an goals. An incompetent, corrupt snake is what you're telling me that they 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 were looking for. Those were the qualifications when they went looking <laughs> for their next uh, uh, commissioner. I think they were like, we need a guy who's incorrupt, or a guy who's incompetent, a guy who's corrupt, and a guy who's a total clown and has no idea what will actually be good for the sport. That's that's what you think they were looking for. In so many words. Then baseball is doomed. Let's just stop talking about it because it's going to die. I like talking about it while we're allowed to. Uh, to me, it's it's here is a guy who maybe there's some element of control there. Sure. But it's also an experienced labor lawyer who used to work for Bud. It's like, all right, here you go. You're the guy running the show right now. I It's it's. A circular argument to me. Like, I, I get stuck in this all of the time. Do you like Manfred? Do you not like Manfred? I don't know. I never met the guy. I don't like him. 
I know that. You made that pretty clear in the first 25 minutes of this show. My point is, it doesn't matter if you or I like him. We're not going to stop watching baseball if and when it returns in 2020 because there is this guy in charge. It's not going to change our viewing habits. Yeah, he's not going to grow the game very successfully with a younger generation. I'll grant you that. And he should be farming that out anyways. He should be hiring smarter people than him in that area to grow the game oh, didn't you so hear that Derek? it survives long term. He put, he put in a three-batter rule. He saved it. Baseball is saved. And I get your arguments here, and we just get trapped in this cycle because the owners think he's doing a good job serving their interests. So here we sit. Then baseball is doomed. I don't like saying that, but I mean it when I say that. If he is doing this at the pleasure of 30 owners and and basically, and basically they're mandating everything about the way that he does this job, from being incompetent in how to grow it to being corrupt in the cover-up of what the Astros and the Red Sox and who knows who else did this, if, if, that's, if that's what 30 owners have decided they want to do and that's what they want from the, from the commissioner's office, I don't like it, and I'm not saying this in a hyperbolic way. Baseball is doomed. It will die. If 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 it'll die, Rami. Yes. If this if if they're get if they're getting what they want from the commissioner's office right now, this sport is doomed. If this is the leader that they have chosen to follow and to mandate, the sport is doomed, dead. And it's not even that far off. I hate to say it. I, I mean, I just I think that's ridiculous. I there is somebody every year who says baseball is dying, and every year. 30 ownership groups, including the Wilpons in New York, decide to continue owning stakes in teams. Yeah. I know. Most people that get to that level of wealth do not get to that level Derek. of wealth because they make dumb decisions when money is concerned. But they're only looking at the money that they're making now. They're That's not a- looking at what this is doing to the sport down the line. They're being short-sighted and stupid. Zero argument for me. Zero argument for me, but if you're a billionaire sitting on top of an asset that is a Major League Baseball team with, in some cases, a publicly funded stadium and TV deals that are going to make you rich no matter what happens, what do you care what happens in 2040, right? But I'm still stepping in and saying that there is no way that you will just choke out baseball because you, Rami Makhlouf, don't like the way that the Astros punishment was announced that's just, or that that's the a very Red Sox. Small part of it. That's a very small part of it, man. You're saying that baseball is going to die and that it's not going to be too because long. He, because he's also not good at his actual job. Well? He's corrupt, and he's not actually good at the thing he was hired to do. Outsource it. And he's not going to do that either, because he's an idiot. Well, if you're unwilling to outsource to smarter people, I don't know that it's because you're an idiot. I think it's because you're an egomaniac. But in this case... I'll add that to the list. Incompetent, <laughs> corrupt, egomaniac, clown. That's so, Rob Manford in four words. He's in charge of a labor war that's coming. It's on the horizon, and it's unfortunate the timing, but here we are. This was already a concern of mine and has been for a couple of years. Somebody tweeted me that uh, serious question. Is it possible? Or excuse me, no, that's not the one I wanted to read. It says, not that it would really help at all. Rami's rant was great. Thank you, Brian. But Manfred at least needs to announce he's not taking a salary during COVID-19, much like Goodell just did today. He needs to announce he's not taking a salary because he's no longer the commissioner of Major League Baseball. That's the only thing that would make me happy. We'll hit a quick break. I do want baseball to live. I do want it to come back soon. And we'll talk about the latest plan. If if it really was a plan about how they're going to do that right after this score north live 1500 score north.com and the score north app if it matters to you 
it matters to us. It's weird to be in the boat of everybody is equally as helpless. We're all staying in our houses now other than to make essential trips. That's what we're all doing. We're all on lockdown. Even though things are going on in the world, we have an obligation to give you guys, the audience, a little reprieve when things like this are happening. It sounds like Coronavirus has just taken over our lives. This is a humanity issue right now. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And the second we start buying into the panic, then you're in real trouble. It's times like these you learn to love again. It's times like these you learn to live again. It's times like these you give and give again. It's times like these time and time again. Score North. Planning to buy a new boat this year? Glenn Perkins here for my friends at Nelson Marine. The Nelson Marine difference is about customer service and a knowledgeable team of sales and service pros. Two large showrooms filled with an impressive inventory of the best brands in the business. London Crestliner Fishing Boats, South Bay Pontoons, powered by Yamaha, Suzuki, Mercury, and Evinrude. Nelson Marine has been creating happy customers for 75 years. Visit their showroom on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake online at nelsonmarine.biz. Why do we call your smart speaker is the radio that everyone used to gather around? That was then. This is now. To say, Alexa, open Score North. Score North. Download Declan Goff with Rami Makloff and Derek Wetmore for one more half hour here of Score North Live. Purple Daily coming up at 2 o'clock with Mackie and Judd with Rami from 4 to 6. And time is running out for some cash relief with Score North listening rewards for the month of April. Thanks to our awesome partners, Score North is giving you the chance at $25 to $200 in cash for just listening to us and having the Score North app for your chance at free cash. Download the Score North app and enter through the Listening Rewards tab. At scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app, Derek Wetmore's Five Thoughts, revisiting the first Twins draft under Derek Falvey and Thad Levine. And, of course, the first pick in that draft was Royce Lewis, some other notables in Brent Rooker, Blaine Elwell as well. And I believe later in this segment, we are going to play a little hypothetical. Will we go back down uh, to... MLB Draft Day in 2017, and would you still take Royce Lewis? So stay tuned for that here on Score North Live. We'll get right back in the program now with Rami and Derek. There you go. <laughs> through the nose, here. out the mouth. Just over here Backs trying to bring drop. my pulse down. Yeah, after in the last through the nose. Declan, that was really good. Thank Find you. your center. I, I did yoga for a while. The problem, the biggest problem I had, though, was with the whole breathing and mindset thing. Like, that was the most, if you're not, like, buying in on that, it's really hard I just, to, I just, to yeah, do it. I just finished a 31-day uh, yoga program, you guys. Thank Good for you. Very you. Much. I know. Yeah. Thank you. It's like but uh, the 31st day, it's, it's you know, <laughs> it's, a video, it's a video class. Yeah, of course. The 30, you get your certificate? No. Okay. The 31st day, the instructor says, now I want you to use everything that we've learned in the first 30 days. I'm going to take my microphone off. And you can follow my lead or make it your own. And uh, after 30 days, I'm not good enough to follow your lead or make it my own. So what I had to keep doing was stopping my yoga exercise, stopping my breathing, and looking up at my TV screen because you weren't giving me instructions. Not helpful, yoga instructor. Not, not helpful. helpful at all. Not, not helpful, helpful at, all. at all. I did calm down during the break, though, you guys. I, did, I had a thought. I went to the bathroom. Okay. I was peeing. I do some of my best thoughts when I'm peeing. All right. And uh, what Major League Baseball did in hiring Rob Manfred, as I said, it was not headed in a good direction when they hired him, and they put it in the worst hands possible to try and turn the trajectory of where Major League Baseball was heading. You guys, 
I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, but I'm sure we've all seen it in TV shows, movies, etc. Like somebody, somebody's choking or somebody has a heart problem and they drop to the floor in like a crowded restaurant or on an airplane and somebody runs over and what's the first thing that they scream out? Is anybody here a doctor? I'm a doctor, yeah. Is anybody here a doctor? Major League Baseball saw the sport there that, that was dying, and they're like, is anybody here not a doctor? Is there anybody here who has no idea what they're doing and can't fix this problem? That's what Major League Baseball did by hiring Rob Manfred. That's exactly what they did. But I digress, and I, I, will, and I will move on. You got I don't want to like make this uh-huh. Mount Rami erupt one more time, and I, I promise that's not my I'm intention. I'm cool. I'm here. calm. Collected. I'll just be factual with it. Okay. I think baseball will be smaller, like in in twenty years, relative to maybe other entertainment options. If you want to resign yourself to that fact, says, like, look, I just I think it is. I fact. don't see. I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out how do you get twelve year olds to be your paying customers twenty years from now. You could put it where they're watching it, stealing it, streaming it. Like, I get what you're trying to do and grow the game, and I'm here for it. I'm here for all ideas. I'm not shooting it down. I'm just saying. I think it'll be smaller. Market your players. But to think that it's going to die is crazy pants to me. Just completely crazy pants. All right. Okay. So that's, I had to. You think boxing is dead? I think boxing is dead. It was the most popular sport in the world at one time. Nobody cares anymore. Do you know what killed boxing? Boxing. I mean, its popularity went down. Regardless of what did it, the popularity dwindled until nobody cared. Okay. That's what happened. What do you think killed boxing? It might have something to do with the fact that, like, none of its major stars get through that thing unscathed. Same can be said for football. It's the king of all sports. Nobody cares. How's Tom Brady doing? Nobody cares. You get to market Tom Brady for 15 years. Let's be real. People don't really care that guys are going out there and getting hurt and permanently affected for the rest of their lives. That's not why people stopped watching boxing. Okay, and I'm just curious. It was UFC's popularity grows every year. Yeah. Yeah. And again... Dana White put me and Rob Manfred in the octagon on Fight Island, commissioner's chair on the line. Speaking of Major League Baseball, they put out uh, another plan yesterday to try and bring baseball back. It's considering a three-division, ten-team plan in which teams play only within their division, a concept gaining support among owners and executives. It would abolish the traditional American and National Leagues and realign the divisions based on geography. Basically, what they're going to do, with a few exceptions, Derek, is combine the, the east of the AL. They're going to combine... All the all the divisions from the American League and the National League. So NL East, AL East, NL Central, AL Central. Well, like I said, with a few exceptions. So this is how it would break down. Uh, in the East, it would be Yankees, Mets, Red Sox, Nationals, Orioles, Phillies, Pirates, Blue Jays, Rays, Marlins. West would be Dodgers, Angels, Giants, uh, A's, Padres, D-backs, Rockies, Rangers, Astros, Mariners. Dodgers and Astros in the same division could be fun. And in the Central, Cubs, White Sox, Brewers, Cardinals, Royals, Reds, Indians, Braves, Tigers, and your Minnesota Twins. They're thinking, they're hoping to play 100 to 110 games. And like I said, Derek, only play the 10 teams within your division until you get to the postseason, whatever that might look like. I didn't see what a postseason might look like in this in this newest plan. Oh, that they slipped you... it in there. Oh, they did. Did I miss that? Trojan horse, baby. What would the postseason look like? I read the article from Bob Nightingale. Did I miss something? Well, that's exactly the point. It was a quick throwaway line in the middle of that article that there will be expanded playoffs this year. One hundred percent. Oh, I don't know. I didn't okay, say so it. They it was don't give sparse. Specifics. No, no, no. It was sparse okay. on details. Right. But 
the point is if in every single one of these plans that has been floated, uh, yeah, some somebody just like accidentally called uh, Jeff Passan or Bob Nightingale or Ken Rosenthal, accidentally called them on speakerphone with the phone sitting on the table while they were planning this. <laughs> and in every single one of them, it's bigger playoffs, more exciting, try to get one-game wild cards. Don't care if it's a 110-win team versus an 81-win team that snuck in here. That is must-see TV, and they're trying to make appointment viewing. That is one bet that I would make comes out of this. I don't know how many games they play. I don't know any of this stuff. I'll let you keep going with your plan. I'm okay with an expanded playoff. But expanded playoffs are coming, and if they like it, they're here to stay. I've been saying all along, I'd be good with almost anything. As long as you're giving me baseball, I'm I'm good with almost anything. If, if This is the year to try crazy things. This is the year to get nuts. With, with the baseball schedule and whatever the postseason format looks like. I'm okay with experimentation this year. Stopping short of a universal DH, because that's just <laughs> stupid. But I'm okay with almost any experimentation in baseball this year. I And you know what? When I first heard this plan, my first thought was, that's not a real plan. You're just trying to distract us. My second thought was... I don't, I don't really like, I don't really like it. I just, it, it, something about it didn't look right to me when I first saw it, but I've had 20 or so hours to digest it. And just from a purely selfish standpoint and the baseball teams that I watch and care about, Derek. Yep. With the prospect of hopefully, eventually, by the time this season is over, and they're saying that the regular season would run through, did they say through October? That's that been that's been pretty consistent. And I then, don't know if it was in this plan. Then the postseason would be played in November, yep. neutral site, domed stadiums, or warm weather warm weather locations, whatever the case might be. Um, with the prospect that we all get to go to a ballpark in 2020 and watch these teams play as somebody... <sighs> Hopefully. All right, yeah. let me have that. Okay. Knock on wood. There's some wood in that studio. I've been over there. It's been a rough enough 38 minutes for me. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was gonna say. Let me dream. I'm not even going <laughs> to fight you on the DH thing because I can tell your cortisol levels are through the roof. But with that, with that notion in mind, with that hope in mind that we all get to go to the ballpark and watch some of these games live, yeah. as somebody who covers and, and likes the Minnesota Twins, who covered and liked the Milwaukee Brewers, and as somebody who grew up a Chicago Cubs fan, there are a lot of games between teams that I love watching play baseball that I might be able to go and watch live with the Cubs, I would assume, making a trip to Target Field five times if they're playing the Twins ten times. Same thing with the Brewers. So from from a purely selfish standpoint, there are things about this plan that I like, and the reason that they think this might be a better idea than the, the Phoenix Biosphere plan or the Cactus League Grapefruit League plan where the teams would be split up between their spring training facilities in Arizona and Florida is that players wouldn't have to be separated from their families. They'd be playing in their home ballparks, or at least not any more than they would regularly with the travel that's already baked into a regular Major League Baseball schedule. They wouldn't have to be separated from their families, and it would cut down on the amount of travel that baseball teams would have to do, and travel obviously a tricky thing as we are in the middle of a pandemic. So I... The more that I look at this, the more that I like it if this is indeed a real plan that Rob Manfred is floating out there and not just something to distract us from his <laughs> yeah. corruption. All right. So you got the Twins, you got the Brewers, you got the Cubs. I don't know if it made it into the piece or not, but there's some scuttlebutt at the highest levels of Major League Baseball. The winner of that Central Division would get a trophy named after Rami Makhlouf. The Rami Makhlouf Central Division champions. Aptly enough, that would make sense. I just, I don't, again, I don't know if it was in the piece. I didn't read all the way to the bottom, but uh, that is something being kicked around. And I'm in favor of it. I'm in favor. Just remember that as you make your cabinet decisions after that octagon match. You're in, dude. You don't to have become to become the next 
commissioner you have of to Major give League up. Baseball. You're in. You're in, all right? You don't have to put my name on a trophy. You're you're part of my office. You're part of the commissioner's Kiss office. Kiss boots before it's too late, and you wish you had done more of it. That is Where, my motto. Of, this seems like the third somewhat legitimate four. fourth. Yeah, because they talked about the one uh, our buddy R.J. Anderson reported in CBS Sports late last week, I think, where there is also a Texas plan. Oh, so you mentioned the Biosphere. You mentioned Grapefruit League, Cactus League. Then there was one with three cities, which was, yeah, Arizona, Texas, and Florida, where they said, go play all your baseball games and be on your merry way. Now, this I would consider is kind of like the fourth or fifth iteration of this. Um, and I won't shoot holes in it. I think that division would be pretty fun. You get some good teams. You get some doormats. And you, like you said, hopefully cut down on the travel. I don't know why they don't talk about this more. That like if you're trying to contain people into one space as much as possible to slow down the spread of this thing. Mm-hmm. Highly contagious virus ripping through the country and the world. And we're still talking about like jumping from hub to hub. Like you're going to go like on a on a... Midwest road trip from north side of Chicago, south side of Chicago, up to Milwaukee, to Minnesota. It's like, if you're going to play only nine teams, why not just get them out of the way all at once, right? Play half so your you games. you play a ten-game series? Sure, or whatever it's going to be for however five, many games you're going to get. Five in each park is yeah, what you're saying? I'm trying to do the math on this. If you're playing nine other teams and you want a hundred games, 11 against each, so a six-game series at your place and later a five-gamer at their place, I mean, that's... I'm jumping ten hurdles down the road. I don't hate that unless I'm a pitcher, because you oh, see, screw pitchers. You see it in playoff series that the the more you the more a batter sees a pitcher, the more of an advantage the batter gains. In Great ter- in terms of picking up the timing, the speed, the delivery, everything. So else. you be the starting pitcher who stands in the way of that plan and says baseball could come back, but my ERA. Nobody wants to hear from that guy. True. Screw that guy. True. Sorry to that guy, because there are probably plenty of that guy that <laughs> listen to this show. But it's true. Like, don't stand in the way of this over a minor quibble. If they're going to take away your salary for unjust cause, fight for that to the end. But if they're going to make your ERA go up a little bit because you have to face the same team twice and then face them maybe again in their place, like, stop, stop, skip that. But I will say that we're jumping, in my opinion, as the resident wet blanket of mm-hmm. the show, that piece in the USA Today, like, yeah, there were no disagreements from that, right? I, I, I gave myself that title. Yeah, that absolutely. I didn't hear a lot from the I'm peanut gallery. Fight you. I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> you saw the visuals. Of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Declan yeah. just kind of nodding, yeah. crosses his arms. Yeah, that, yeah. That Derek Whitmore. <laughs> yeah, carry the four. No, that adds up. Yep. I think that this plan is not going to work. I, I just see too many holes in it, like too many assumptions baked in that like, hey, guys, baseball's coming back. Oh, really? Tell me how that's going to happen. And then the story goes on to say, well, we're not quite sure how it's going to happen, but these are the cities that it could happen in. All right, great. Now we can talk about that, and we can talk about the divisions, and we can talk... So this seems like the the least realistic of the plans that have been floated out there to you I don't think the Arizona one's going to happen. Too much player resistance and too many logistical hurdles for that. Um, the one with the most promise, I I think I would say, is that R.J. Anderson report from CBS Sports of... You know, Florida, Texas, Arizona, but even that's imperfect. And did you guys see what Dr. Fauci told the New York Times? I believe it was either today or yesterday. I saw the quote on uh, Sports Illustrated. Do you guys see this piece? I don't think so. I don't think so, no. Here's Dr. Fauci. I would love to be able to have all sports back, Dr. Fauci said, but 
As a health official and a physician and a scientist, I have to say right now, when you look at our country, we're not ready for that. A later quote in the story, quote, because safety for the players and the fans trumps everything. If you can't guarantee safety, then unfortunately, you're going to have to bite the bullet and say, we may have to go without sports for this season. I don't think that's an, that's the end of the quote. I don't think that's like definite. Hey, done. 2020 will not see sports anymore. I, I I don't think we're there yet. I don't know that I'll make it to the end of 2020 if we don't get any sports. And yet, I have to say that as much as I appreciate the optimism, and I'm optimism reigns guy in normal times and pandemic times, it's hard for me to just look past this and be like, oh, yeah. So let's see. May starts later this week. What is it, Thursday or Friday is May 1st? I don't know. All the days are the same. Uh, Okay. We'll be playing in June. Sure. Why not? Spring training in the middle of May. It's impossible for my brain right now, guys, to fathom that we would be two weeks away from gathering all, not only 750 major leaguers, but expand that well beyond the rosters for spring training. We're going to gather all of them in their spring training sites in Florida and Arizona cities and just say, go to work, boys. Got 21 days to get ready for the regular season. I know it becomes more feasible when you don't invite fans in the door. Or you say, we're not inviting fans in the door for the first two months, and let's see where we're at from there. Maybe we'll come back in a 10% capacity gradually as we get through this thing together. But it's just, it's it's so far off from my mind, as a guy who wants it as badly as anybody that you know, to see that this is like two weeks away from the wheels getting in motion to spring training restarting. I, I just don't see it. From what I've read and just sort of compiled from all the different experts that I've read in the sports world and in the medical and science world. I've said this before, three conditions need to exist for Major League Baseball or anything else to come back, and that is abundantly available rapid result tests, both for the for for coronavirus and the antibody testing. You need that. And not just for the league, but for society at large. You need abundantly available rapid result tests. You need to not be putting the health and safety of your employees in question or in jeopardy. And bigger picture, you need to not be contributing to the spread of this thing and taking resources away from people and institutions that need them much more to to fight this thing. When those three conditions exist for any sport, that's when you'll see it come back. And Dr. Fauci also said a few weeks ago, Derek, that he could see sports being played in empty stadiums and empty arenas. But first, first, first thing comes first, and that is rapidly, rapid result, abundantly available testing. You guys see that has to happen. I know you probably have COVID nineteen fatigue, so I'll be quick with this. But like, do you see? Do you follow Star Tribune coverage at all, or like daily tests in Minnesota and where we're at with that? Yeah, we They're actually a, had uh, Joe Nelson from Bring Me the News. On oh yeah, at the end of the noon hour, who shared some of that with us. Good on you. And they're talking about twenty five hundred tests a day right now that's not even close to enough to get what we're talking about here around me. And I don't know what that number is. I'm not, I, I don't do this stuff for a living. I just talk about baseball and turn Rami up. Uh, <laughs> I just get him mad and poke his buttons when he talks about either a universal DH or Rob Manfred. That's literally my only role here at score North is to poke that bear. But I will say it's impossible for me to see that we go from 2,500 tests a day and Relatively few cases in Minnesota. Still many more than we want to have. Still far more deaths than we should have had. However, relatively minimal when you look at cities like New York City. 
I don't see how you just jump from here to, oh, yeah, no, hey, two weeks from now, rapid result, instant testing for the antibody and the virus, no problem at all. That's what the, uh, that's what we were told six weeks ago, Rami, that, like, May 1st, hey, don't worry about it. By then, you're going to have this. Everybody in the country is going to be tested. Like, we're going to be fine. We'll isolate the people who are sick. We'll have a plan for all that. It's going to be painful, but we'll get through it. And, like, we are going to get through it, 100%. But... It doesn't look like we're dramatically close to having, hey, you got to go out today and do your job? Okay, here's a test. We know, yes or no, can you play? Can you come into the clubhouse today? That is what they're sort of dreaming up in these could-be, possibly seasons happening in four weeks' time. I don't, I don't, I can't wrap my mind around how that could possibly happen. I just think we're so far away from that. Uh, I do think there will be baseball in 2020, so I'm not one of those doomsdayers. It's, hey, ship has sailed. But I just, man, a lot of these things with sort of sparse details leave me wanting more. I have more questions than when I actually came into the piece. I don't care what the divisions look like as much as how can we accomplish this, to your point, Rami, safely for everybody and get back to baseball. I'll give you a good piece of COVID-19 news, and that is that I read this morning that Oxford University thinks they may may have a vaccine market ready by September. Yeah, we'll see. That would be great for sports, That'd but obviously the bigger the picture. That would be outstanding. No, and thank you no kidding. to everybody who's working on that, and obviously our frontline work- workers who are dealing with this on a daily basis and dealing with something much bigger and more important than sports. Yeah, I have not lost that gratitude. Uh, for it, it grows every day. Is for it me, six man. weeks or whatever that we've been sitting through this? Six, seven. Talking in different studios and all of this stuff, and and you know, and and planning for how to do this was a you know giant mountain of work. And then you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, but like all that work was just to like you know inform and entertain the public and talk about sports. Meanwhile, there are people that are fighting the fight every day. I mean, yeah, I haven't. As much as I've gotten uh, some fatigue with the like no sports news cycle, and then the NFL draft dominates it for a month, and then Manfred slips that little uh, Friday news dump in ahead of the NFL draft. As much as I've sort of fatigued about some of that stuff, I have not fatigued about thinking like how grateful you just have to be for all of the people that are putting it out there on the line. Got to hit a break on the other side. Declan, do whoa, we whoa, whoa. It's one, no, oh, yeah, we're not doing a break. You're Damn not doing it, a break, Ron. and it's also very close to the actual break. Do we so, have time for some fun and some baseball yeah, trivia? Yeah, I think let's, let's do right, this. We're going to do some go. baseball trivia let's here. I'm going to get some little some music, music here. All right, here's what we're going to do, guys. I'm going to ask you these questions, and whoever gets them right, I'll write it down. I'm going to keep a tally. Kind of like write that down with batting okay. average, if you will. This is from MLB.com. They do one every day. Fact-based or opinion-based? Fact. Okay. Fact-based. Who is the all-time home run leader among catchers? Your options. Mike Piazza, Carlton Fisk, Johnny Bench, Pud Rodriguez. And obviously, if you guys had the same answer, you had the same answer. Mike Piazza. Yeah, I think it's Piazza. Okay, both say Piazza, and that is correct. All right. Good job. Question. That's a softball. Yeah. (laughs) Question number two. (laughs) Careful, don't get cocky. (laughs) You'll you'll see the theme here. Who is the all-time home run leader among first basemen? Mark McGuire, Jamie Foxx, Rafael Palmeiro, Albert Pujols. Mm. I can go through those options again for you. I'm going to go Pujols. Okay, Rami says Pujols. Could you please give me the options in reverse order, Declan? Pujols. Yes. Palmero. Jamie Foxx. Mark McGuire. I think it's Pujols, too. And it is Pujols. Good job. There we go. All right. Question three. Yeah, I'm not going to get arrogant about this because (laughs) as soon as you think you know the answers, Mm -hmm. the game finds a way to humble you. All right. The all-time home run leader among second basemen, Robinson Cano, Rogers Hornsby, Craig Biggio, Jeff Kent. Give that to me again. 
Uh, Robinson Cano, Rogers Hornsby, Craig Biggio, Jeff Kent. I, I think it's Robbie Cano. I'm going to go Jeff Kent. Okay, I will select Cano. It is not Cano. It is Jeff Kent. There Rami, we go. you get the point. Look at me. Nicely done. All right. The all-time home run leader among third basemen, Eddie Matthews, Adrian Beltre, Mike Schmidt, Chipper Jones. Oh. Eddie Matthews, Adrian Beltre, Mike Schmidt, Chipper Jones. I want to say I remember when Adrian Beltre set the record. I'm going with Adrian Beltre. Eric, you got a guess? I have to say it's Eddie Matthews. He's got a ton of hits. Okay. It is Chipper Jones. You were both wrong. Wow. Wow. Way to go, Larry. All right, number five. Who is the all-time home run leader among shortstops? Cal Ripken Jr., Miguel Tejada, Derek Jeter, Noma Garcia Parra. I'm going Tejada. Same here. And it is Cal Ripken Jr., boys. Uh, both a lot of games. This is fun. I, like I didn't this. think he had that much pop. But I like when you guys are wrong. Hey, all right. Uh, who is the all-time home run leader among left fielders? This is... I, all right, should I even give you the options? It's very bad. Yeah, okay, yeah. That, that's just a point for both of you. I'm going to give that one to Rami, yeah. too. I saw the smirk on his face. I don't <laughs> acknowledge it. But I know I you won't. I know you won't. But you still get the point, which yeah. is the best part. Congratulations. Who is the all-time home run leader among center fielders? Ken Griffey Jr., Mickey Mantle, Andrew Jones, Willie Mays. Griff. Is that yeah. unanimous there? I, I think it's Griff. Jr. Yeah. Wrong, boys. It's Willie Mays. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was all right. I just here's what I did there, just to defend myself as a baseball guy. <laughs> okay, people didn't used to hit as many home runs. No, and uh, I should have got that one. Still, Willie Mays all might right. be the best player of all time. I believe. Just a few more here. Who are who is the all time home run leader among right fielders? Hank Aaron. That's just that Thanks. one's. I didn't pre read some of these. Sorry. <laughs> now him, I do acknowledge. Who is the all time home run leader among designated hitters? Edgar Martinez, David Ortiz, Travis Hafner, Hal McRae. That's is that an Hal old McRae. Right? Yeah, Hal okay. McRae. Uh, that one, that has to be Big Poppy, doesn't it? He played for so long. Um, give me the options again. Edgar Martinez, David Ortiz, Travis Hafner, Hal I'm McCray. going Edgar Martinez. Okay, I, I take a poppy. guess, and it is Poppy. Derek, it's the point. Last one. Pull it Are we even. tied right now? Yeah. I believe so. All right. And last but not least, which pitcher has hit the most home runs of all time? Rami oh. loves his pitchers oh. hitting home runs. Oh, yeah, the uh, four times a year West, that happens. Wes Farrell, Bob Lemon, That's Bob Gibson, exciting. Madison Bumgarner. Again, that is Wes Farrell, Bob Lemon, Bob Gibson, Madison Bumgarner. I'm going Bob Gibson. Oh, I was going to, so I have to break the tie. Uh, Bob Lemon. It is Gibson. Uh, excuse me, Wes Farrell. You're both are wrong. Dang it. Both wrong. So we finish wrong. at a tie. <laughs> Doesn't work for me. Nobody likes that. Nobody ah. likes the time. Baseball trivia. Right. Corner's life. I needed that. I needed some lighthearted fun to close out the show. Hey, coming up next on Purple Daily, wait till you hear what Brett Favre has to say about the Aaron Rodgers situation oh, in Green boy. Bay. <laughs> right after this short break, this has been Score North Live. If you missed any portion of it, including me, blowtorching Rob Manfred to start the 1 o'clock hour, go back scorenorth.com, Score North app, wherever you get your podcast, and I'll be back at 4 o'clock. It's Score North, 1500, scorenorth.com, and the Score North app. Mackie here, and during these uncertain times, your team at Federated Mutual Insurance Company has kept a strategic focus on policyholder service. They've been directing clients throughout the country to the information they need on written pandemic policies and procedures, recommended response plans, and communications to employees. If these resources could help your business, please contact your local Federated Marketing Representative or visit federatedinsurance.com. As a mutual insurance company, Federated believes their value is measured by the success of their clients. Federated, it's their business to protect yours. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, 
or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.